Church and friends, welcome into the Building Up Podcast. This is episode number 110. I am David. Thank you guys for taking the time to be with us. This is our church podcast that is meant to be a help to those who are attending Agape and just growing in the faith and learning more about the Bible. Uh, but obviously, putting this out in the way that we do uh, in our website and podcast apps, we know and Perhaps the Lord will lead others who are outside of our church to the podcast. And so if that is the case uh, for you, uh, thank you for uh, entrusting us with this time um, when you listen to these podcasts, however often that may be. And if you are someone who listens to the podcast outside of our church, we'd love to hear from you. So you can use the uh, email address at the end of the podcast and the uh, outro and get in touch with us. And we'd love to make a connection there. Those of you who go to Agape, thank you for listening, and it's always good to hear from you as well. Get feedback on the podcast, maybe questions or Bible passages that you would like for us to cover. I, I really enjoy that interaction and kind of knowing what you would like to hear us um, covering from God's Word and about our faith uh, on on this podcast that we do. Of course, we've been going through Proverbs, and, and you know we're getting close to the end of these wise sayings today. We're going to look some in chapter 28 of Proverbs, so we will have three chapters left after this episode. This has been um, an endeavor um, I've really enjoyed, walking through these wise sayings from chapter 10 is where we started. I wasn't really sure if I would uh, be able to really record one of these, uh, excuse me, two of these every week as we've been walking through these wise sayings, but I'll tell you, it's been extremely helpful for me just to... Uh, be in these proverbs uh, as we're doing as a church, just reading through them, but then kind of working uh, where I've taken these proverbs, put them into categories that I saw in the different chapters, and then trying to present them on the podcast. And it's just been so helpful in my own walk to do that. And so I've really enjoyed it. But I've enjoyed this whole series. You know, wisdom, wisdom for me is something that God put on my heart years ago. Um, it's the one spiritual gift that I've prayed for consistently since I felt called into ministry. It was just, that was the one thing that I always just felt burdened to ask God for was an outpouring of wisdom, a gifting of wisdom. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, I do believe God has answered. And, and I have seen that gift operating in my life and I've had that affirmed by others. It's also something that, I just desire to keep growing in because I know that I'm far from just a, you know, being that wise person like Jesus was. And I know that I'll, I'll chase after that my whole life. I hope, um, will continue to pursue it and never gain it completely. But the more that we've went through Proverbs, the more I've hungered for that, that I, I've really just desired that gift even more. And even though I've read Proverbs over before and went through these wise sayings, and I've had people even in the past tell me, you know, if you really want wisdom, you should read Proverbs. And I've done those things. But this this particular series and this time in God's Word and Proverbs has just been so profitable for me. It's just been really good. And I hope those of you who are at Agape and have been going through the Wisdom and Folly series here in 2022 and 
Um, I hope those of you who you know have been following along with the podcast, and maybe even those of you outside of the church who have been following along, I, I hope that you have that same hunger for wisdom and that, that Proverbs has helped with that. Um, or that you would, you know, if you're just coming into this podcast from this episode as an entry point, that you would consider reading Proverbs, especially from chapter 10 all the way through 31 and going through these different podcasts. And I, I just, I don't know, for me, it has just been so beneficial. I'll tell you, a, I'll try to tell you a quick story, but uh, my family's been, uh, we had a, you know, illness hit the house and one of those deals to where um, five of the seven of us that are in our home uh, were uh, sick and, and we just needed to um, stay at home during that time, not get out, not risk giving it to anyone else. And so, you know, when you, when you, something like that happens, it's, it's really inconvenient, especially when you, you know, you have a busy life and you have a lot of things going on. And, um, you know, as a church pastor, you know, connecting with people and being around people and preaching and, you know, being at worship gathering, small groups, all those things, it's just part of what you want to be able to do. And it doesn't feel right when you're not able to do that. And so just really having to sit down for seven days or so and and just kind of be at home is is that's inconvenient. But at the same time, you know, there was part of me that I, I realized, you know, nobody was really all that sick. Like they they didn't feel horrible. And and we lead such a busy life that you know, I, there were, I realized at a point that it was it was actually pretty good timing. Like if it had to happen, it it was pretty good timing that it happened when it did because we were in just a kind of a period of several weeks. It was really stressful. It was so much going on, and it was just like you know what, just not really being able to go anywhere for a week probably was pretty beneficial. And 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 just having to sit down for a week and and, and take a step back from responsibilities was probably pretty helpful. And so one day my wife and I were having a conversation and she basically said the same thing, like the exact same thing. She said, you know, this was probably pretty good timing. And I, I felt that was, you know, you know, confirmation. So I had been pondering that just God's grace and his goodness um, and how it comes from unexpected sources. And just in the middle of thinking through that, a proverb came to my mind, one that we had read, Proverbs 16, uh, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And, uh, you know, when we read those, that passage, when we went through chapter 16, I don't remember that one standing out to me um, profoundly. I, I mean, I, I think we may have talked about it on the podcast, and it was one that I, I definitely chewed over, but I don't remember it less like really sticking out to me. But when I was pondering this situation with our family, that proverb came to mind and it was like all of a sudden I saw it in a different light. I had some understanding of that proverb that I didn't before. And I thought, wow, okay, so when a person, when their ways pleases the Lord, well, that's a person who's in Christ, right? Because that's how we please God is that we are saved by grace and that the, the righteousness of Christ and the life of Christ becomes our own because Jesus has forgiven us and, and now our identity is all about Christ. And so that's God is pleased with us because of that. So when we're relying on Jesus, when we're looking to Jesus, when we're depending upon Jesus, abiding in Jesus, remaining in him by following him, then our ways pleases the Lord, like our lives please the Lord because he cares about us and he sees Jesus when he 
sees us. And then the rest of that Proverbs is the proverb is that God will make even that person's enemies be at peace with him. So even a person, situation, a circumstance that would set itself up as your enemy, that you would look at and say, okay, I'm at enmity with that person or that circumstance, that situation. God is able to take even that and and use it in a peaceful way in your life, a blessing in your life. He is able to transform the relationship with that thing, that person that would normally, you would see that as your enemy. He's able to transform that relationship in such a way that it actually interjects peace into your life. It's very much an Old Testament idea of the Romans 8.28, that talks about how um, God is able for those who are in Christ to love him, to make all things work for their good, all things, so things we would consider good or things we would consider bad. When a man's ways pleases the Lord, makes even his enemies work for him, be at peace with him. And, and so that's just insight God gave me through the proverb. It's like, oh, wow, okay, this is kind of what's happening in your life right now is that I've taken this circumstance or this thing that you would see as an enemy and I'm using it in your life as an agent of peace. And, and my, my point in all of that really is not so much the proverb as it is just the situation of, I think that's how the proverbs are supposed to work. Like we read these and we study them and we get some knowledge, but they get into our spirit. They get into our heart and God knows how to bring them back to us at the right moment and to share with us what he wants us to know. And that's where that understanding comes from. You go from knowledge and then into understanding, insight. So when we study these wise sayings, when we, we read them and we get them into our, our heart, God is able to use those to, later on down the road, inject wisdom into us and understanding into us about what he's doing in our life. So that, that for me was just exciting. Just, just, just to know, wow, okay, this, man, this study is so good. It's so rich. These proverbs are so good and God uses them. And just to be able to see that in my life, that was really powerful. And, and, you know, my, my hope is to continue to see that in my life, but also hope to, that you, um, Agape and those outside of Agape who are following the Lord would also see, wow, the beauty of wisdom and its value. So I have taken up a lot more time than I intended. Um, I did want to talk about some of chapter 28, several big categories in chapter 28 that I saw. Courage, um, wise leadership. We may actually cover that on the next episode because chapter 29 also talks about leadership principles. Uh, diligence, confession, and transparency um, are all themes of chapter 28. Lawfulness was a big theme in chapter 28. We'll look at a few of those verses. For example, verse 4. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. Now, the law is, think of it in a couple of ways, but ultimately it's God's law. It is what God says is right or wrong. To a lesser degree, you have man's law. So be lawful, following the laws of man, as long as they do not conflict with the laws of God. 
But ultimately being lawful, being a person of the law, is someone who is following after God and his word. And so here the proverb says that those who refuse the law, those who forsake it, who reject it, they will ultimately end up calling that which is evil good. They will, they will say the things that is against God's law, they will actually look at those things and say those are good things. This is what Romans 1 talks about, how that people um, who are wicked, who have forsaken God, they are people who give approval to those who practice wicked things. They don't just practice them themselves, but they actually approve of it, and they say, oh, that's good. That's what the proverb is saying. This, those who forsake the law, they end up praising the wicked. But those who keep the law, those who care about God and care about what God says, those people will end up striving against them. They're going to be opposed at enmity with people who reject God's law. This is kind of a black and white category one, category two, um, no middle ground that the Bible or Proverbs is separating people into. You're either someone who loves God and loves his word and approves of what it says, or you're someone who doesn't. You reject God's word, you reject God, and you end up approving of that which God doesn't, and there's really no middle ground. Proverbs, uh, chapter 28 talks about, um, looking in verse 5, evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. So everybody Everybody has an idea. Everyone in the world has an idea of what's just, what's right. Here's, here's what's good. Here's what's right. Here's what's fair in life. But Solomon says, Proverbs says that evil men, those who forsake God's law, no matter what they say, they don't actually understand justice. They don't understand what's truly just. They may say they do, but they really don't understand justice. The key to understanding, the key to understanding what is just, what is good, what is right, the key to having insight into people and the world around you is to seek the Lord. When you seek the Lord, you will understand justice completely. You will understand what is good and what is right in the world completely. God will reveal that to you in his word. You will see that. And verse 6 says, Better is a poor man who walks in integrity than a rich man who's crooked in his own way. So this is really kind of going through that same thought. The person with the best life is the one who lives lawfully, who lives with integrity to what God has said is right. And regardless of what their financial state may be, even if they're poor, even if they have nothing in this life, they actually have a better life than a rich person, someone who has it all by the world's standards, but actually is a person who is destitute because they're crooked in all their ways and they don't really understand what is good in the world. They don't really have understanding the way that they say they do. Verse 9 says that in Proverbs 28, it says, if a person turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Those who stop listening to God, 
Those who stop listening to his word, that's the law. Those who stop turning their ear and being attentive to those things, they may find their prayers hindered, not even acceptable to God, partly because they don't know what to pray for. There's a way in which we, we approach Jesus in a, in a childlike way. The New Testament tells us that. But, but someone who's been listening to God's law and hearing his word, but now they, they're turning their ear from him, they're becoming what I think Hebrews, the New Testament passages talk about being dull of hearing. They're not really listening to God's word anymore, that, but they're still trying to pray and they may find their prayers not acceptable. They don't know what to pray for because their prayers are no longer directed by God's word. Hebrews 11.6 says that you got to have faith to please God. And faith is believing that God exists and that he will reward you if you seek him. And part of seeking God is listening to his word. So Proverbs 28 says a lot about how wise people are lawful people. Lawful in they pursue God through his word and listening to his word. So we're over our time. Um, thanks for listening today. And I hope that what we've talked about on the podcast has been helpful to you and that you consider this uh, a worthwhile investment of your time. Hope you'll join us on the next episode, Lord willing. Until then, church, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. I can hear